The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. As we close upon a very powerful year and we begin another very, very powerful time, I want to wish all of you happy holidays and allow you to really step into a place where you're looking at not just a happy new year, but a happy new you. Are you ready to become? What have you been asking for? What are you ready to release? What are you willing to surrender to? Can you surrender to your truth, your power, your presence, your magnificence, are you ready to awaken? healer, energetic practitioner, doctor of oriental medicine, and licensed acupuncturist. She's been an alternative healer for 20 years. In 2001, Alea had an enlightenment experience which gave her the ability to perceive other realms and feel others' feelings. Using this ability, she's been able to hear the sounds of the angelic realm as well as locate solutions for the challenges that arise in life. She has some wonderful gifts that she brings forward to people, and I have just thoroughly enjoyed personally her cups of consciousness, her tall cups of consciousness, as well as the sounds of this wonderful CD entitled Awaken, created with Grammy Award-winning composer and musician Barry Goldstein. I'd like to welcome Alea Deo to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. It's great to have you, Alea. And I do see the beauty and the impact in the work that you do. And I, 
I truly want everyone to go to your website and find out about it and sign up for um, so their free week of, of different uh, energetic balancing meditations and all the offerings that you have because so many people need to have that assistance, not so much because they can't do it on their own, but just being able to plug in sometimes and to plug into people that are really understanding where we need to go at this time is so, so crucial. And you have an idea of what 2011 has been about, what the years prior were about, and where we're heading into 2012, and I'd love for you to share that. Fabulous. And yes, those meditations really help us take the focus off of the outer world and come back into the focus on our inner world. And when we do that, our consciousness shifts, our lives move into a greater um, state of empowerment. And the way that I navigate the world is I actually watch the energy that's coming onto the planet as opposed to the energy that is on the planet because whatever energy is coming onto the planet can actually address the energy that we might be challenged by things that are happening in our lives. And I was actually looking, I started tracking energy in 2008 and I saw that in 2008 there are all of these vibrations around the masculine energy, any distortion, anything that wasn't balanced in our masculine came up to the surface for change, for transformation, for healing, because we can only change that which we're conscious of. Then in 2009, all of the dis- uh, distorted energies of the feminine energy arose so that we could look at that, shift it, heal it. And then 2010 had this energy of the distortion between the masculine and the feminine. And then 2011 was actually the balance of these two balanced, um, the feminine and the masculine in right relationship. And then we go into 2012, starting a whole new cycle. So, Alea, a lot of the things that um, kicked us in the butt, so to speak, over the past few years, they were there with a purpose. It wasn't like they just showed up or these were random occurrences. But literally this balancing or shifting of energies had a purpose for each and every one of us. And what is the overall purpose for all of that happening? I would see the general theme song of what the planet is going through and every single being on the planet is moving our perception into a greater state of connection. So as we know, everything is connected. We are one. We are the God energy. We are the divine. But the variable is our perception. And so as we move into greater light over the last 10, 15 years, the the sun has literally been expanding and expressing more and more light. And so anything around the sun is going to experience an enlightenment um, process. So when we get more light, those veils, illusions, they start to dissolve and we start to see ourselves more clearly, meaning seeing the energies that we might be connecting with that is not our essence and then connecting with the energies. It's basically an opportunity to connect more deeply with who we really are. And when you speak about the sun and using that energy and and lightening ourselves up, when we have those cloudy days, so to speak, whether they're literally cloudy days or they are darkened times that happen over our life, is there a way for us to use the sun or the visualization of the sun to strengthen the body and the spirit so that we move in an appropriate direction rather than falling into perspective? I definitely think that one of the most... um easy ways to access our sun is actually whether it's a cloudy day in the physical world or if it's sunny. If it's sunny outside and you have time and and there's a space, go and be in the sun for 20 minutes a day. Um, 
when we eat food that's rich in vitamin D and we're, we allow ourselves that exposure to that sun just for 20 minutes, we literally start to clean our energy fields, our chakra systems, salt water also can help, but also just closing your eyes at the end of the day or the beginning of the day and looking within. There is a river of light. It's like our inner sun. We talk about the solar plexus, that third chakra where we hold our power and our will. And so literally within us, we have this inner light. And I think of that as the inner sun. And if we start looking within and connecting with that vibration, we then start to amplify and be more connected with that true essence aspect of ourselves. And with my clients and in my daily meditations, those daily cups of consciousness, I talk about how 80 to 90% of what we're challenged by isn't ours. And that can be kind of like mind-boggling, like, oh my God, all of this challenges and the financial and maybe even the weight and um, the belief systems or reactivity, it's not even mine. 90% of the time, it's not. And so that's another component that I bring into my mix of letting go of that which is not yours and only working on your own. And you speak about that just based on your own experience. You began feeling other people's feelings, but you were conscious of that. So the majority of people out there, so much of what they're feeling uh, in discomfort in their bodies or even sometimes the thoughts that they end up having, they're tapping into other people that are around them, and there is a way to block that off? There is, definitely. And I think of it as like energetic ears. And we have these energy ears, and they're constantly listening to the sounds around us for survival, protection, curiosity. Um, And one of the main components, I call it empathic sensitivity, feeling other people's feelings, hearing other people's thoughts, We are highly empathic if we are carrying responsibility for shifting, tending to other people, meaning um, if we're really controlling, if we're pleasers, that's an indicator energetically that we're carrying these little responsibilities of everybody, managing their emotions, being responsible for their emotions, responsible for controlling their behavior, responsible for their growth, their evolution, for them being kind, gentle, happy, whatever it is. And then when we carry that responsibility, we then feel all the empathic sensitivity that would go with that responsibility for that person. Then we start working out their stuff in our field, i.e. we're walking a mile in someone else's shoes. So the very first step that I do with myself and with other people and what I really learned to do, which decreased my empathic sensitivity and made it more manageable, was to release the responsibility of managing other people's emotions, energy, spiritual growth, evolution, and just hold responsibility for my own. And that decreased my empathic sensitivity by a thousand times within five minutes. Well, and we had a really powerful interview for 1111 Magazine, which will be appearing in the March-April issue. And for those of you that don't know, 1111 Magazine is being given as a gift this year uh, for free. You can go to the 1111mag.com website and click on the banner and get all of the archives in this year for free and see Alea's article in the next issue. But you talked about, and we may have to go to break and then you answer this question, you talked about uh, how we do attach to the, the causes in life, and we bear that responsibility, but we are, in a sense, keeping them in place. And not only that, we're taking on that burden or that cause, really, in a sense, to 
feel good about ourselves. It's not really helping the situation. We're prolonging the situation. So I'd love for you to address that when we get back. I am with Alea Deo. She is a powerful sound healer and energetic practitioner. I invite you to discover her work at aleadeo.com. That's A-L-E-Y-A-D-A-O.com. You can find out about her mystical sounds, her amazing CD entitled Awaken, and also Cups of Consciousness, which is a daily meditation source. Beautiful, beautiful meditations. I found them extremely powerful, and just the wording and her sound, I think you'll be completely hooked when you hear them. You can get a free week right now if you go to her website. In addition, she has Tall Cups of Consciousness, which is a way to energetically balance and heal, and her next one is on January 2nd. You can find out more about Alea at her website, aleadeo.com. Again, definitely uh, participate in the free giveaway of 1111 Magazine that's going on right now, and access some powerful information from amazing people like Alea that are doing incredible work on the planet. It is being gifted to you right now to support your own awakening that is taking place as we speak and on into 2012. We'll be right back with Alea Deo. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. You do not need to look for it nor find it. It's been there all along. You don't need to search or be in pain. Let go of the dark night, the, the tumultuous times, and the karma that you have invested in. Remember your truth. Remember who you are. All you have to do is just remember.
that is the Awakened CD by Alea Deo, the third track entitled Remember. Welcome back, Alea. We were talking about uh, how we are all empathic, and when we literally feel like we have to pick someone or something as a cause, we are not only hindering our own energetic and spiritual growth, but we are literally keeping that in place for the other person. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. So I'll just use an example. Like if I feel like I'm responsible for supporting other people, then I carry that responsibility, then I empathically feel how that person feels not being supported. And when I look at somebody, there's this unconscious energetic belief system or thought form of somehow that person is not capable of supporting themselves, that I perhaps am more capable of supporting another person than they are. And I'm talking about energetic support. I'm not talking about don't make your child peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the morning for lunch. It's more about this energetic component. And when I take responsibility for somebody, there can be a little bit of arrogance, like I'm more capable of doing it, or there can be the place of if I carry responsibility for supporting another person, then I feel connected to them, or there might be a sense of self-worth, that I am of value, that I am needed. And so when I'm working with people and in my own journey of moving into what I call co-creative relationship, out of codependent relationship, it's all about doing for ourselves and modeling that to others, sending them energetic information, showing them how to support themselves as we support ourselves. So there's a lot of different reasons of why we might take responsibility for somebody, and it could be responsible for their happiness, responsible for supporting them, responsible for respecting them, whatever it might be. It's either connection, it could be a level of arrogance, it could be a sense of needing to be needed, self-worth, so there's about five or six different reasons why we, why we do that. Now, how do we differentiate what's going on with us in regard to someone else and what's going on in our own physical body? I know that you wrote on uh, your website and in your blogs today about it being uh, a, a day about the physical body and what the energetic shift is that's going on with the physical body. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, there's, there's two components to that question, and one of them is an empathic sensitivity deck that I developed that I'll talk about in a minute. But today I watch again, it's like this energetic weather report. What is the energy coming onto the planet today that can help us in our growth and evolution and also sometimes explain why we might be feeling the way that we're feeling. And when I look at the energy that's coming onto the planet today, it really looks like it's angled at our physical human form and that our body is literally getting downloaded with a higher consciousness, more evolved templates, grids, a, a different architectural blueprint. And when we get new information, we can feel tired. Our immune system can actually get challenged. We can feel achy or fluey. Um, and so when we know what's coming onto the planet, I bring in those little daily cups, those meditations that can help people open to receive the information in a little bit more of a gentle way instead of feeling like you just got hit by a, a Big Mac truck. And, and that's a big deal because so often when it feels like the world is against us or things are just happening out of the blue, it shifts our thinking, it shifts where we're feeling, and it shifts the entire spectrum of reality creation that we're putting out into the world as well. Yeah, and, I, and when I made them, you know, those daily cups, I started them about two and a half years ago, every day I would get information, but 
then no one else would know. (laughs) And I would see in my private practice and with my friends and community, everybody was kind of feeling the same stuff, but it was like there was no energetic weather report. So I just started recording like, oh, today the weather is blah, blah, blah. And when we know what it is, we can then put on our rain jacket and we don't get completely startled when we get wet when we walk outside. So if you know, we respond to the energy from a completely different perspective, a more empowered perspective, almost a perspective um, or stance of celebration in the difference and the different weather that we're constantly getting. Now, so much of your work does have to do with sound and music, and, and it comes across so beautifully. I'd like for people to understand why sound is important to us and how it can really impact our own personal journey of the soul. Sound is the essence of everything, So your desk is actually making a sound, which then creates a form. Our bodies are making a sound. Every organ is making a sound. All of our chakra systems are making a sound. Emotions have a sound. And when we use sound as literal medicine to bring the sounds that we are experiencing into greater coherence, it is is one of the most efficient ways that I know to help shift consciousness, to help shift the body, to help shift the emotions. And in Germany, I actually think of Europe as, like 10 or 20 years ahead of America in terms of medicine. But Germany, there are specific hospitals there that their only prescription medication is sound. So they they have created these CDs that allow people to listen to sounds to heal specific diseases. It's really quite fascinating. It is, it is quite fascinating because we each vibrate to a certain uh, frequency or a certain sound, or there are certain sounds that will literally heal different organs of the body, and, and there have been many healers that have come forward that have also reiterated that. And you've said in the interview for the magazine that is going to be featured in the March-April issue, you talked about uh, how water carries sound and how that was part of how you gained your uh, consciousness of your gift and and how working with the water and sound can actually expand um, the, the vibratory effect of that. They can, and I'm going to segue into the whales. The whales are like the master sound healers on the planet, and just, I think it was three nights ago, I was having, I had a dream, and this whale came up and put its forehead on my forehead and made a sound, and in the dream I had this in, enlightenment experience. It was like this huge expansions of, of consciousness, an incredible sense of peace and connection. And um, again, it was just confirmation of the power of sound to help us shift our consciousness when we're exposed to very high vibrational sounds, when there's no ego involved, there's um, no attachment or agenda of what the sound is, is intending on doing. It's just from that place of pure love. So many people are at a place right now where they may have experienced a lot of challenge and obstacles in 2011 and the years prior. They're looking at 2012 with all the hype that has been given, whether good or bad. And I would, I would imagine that some people are a a little bit, um, afraid about Mm -hmm. what's going to happen in 2012 just in their own physical world. Um, and then some are holding hope and excitement about it finally being a new year and a lot of you know new building and different types of things happening over 2012. So how can people integrate sound as part of their practice to really support them as they move forward? 
I would say using sound to clear the energies that are discordant. It doesn't have to be a mental experience. Actually, our mental body, our mind, is not designed to help us shift our energetic fields. And from my perspective, what we carry in our, in our energy fields is what shows up in our mind. It's what shows up in our body and our, and our emotions. And so if you're not feeling happy, if you're feeling kind of depressed, we'll start making the sound of what that depression sounds like. And then as you make that depressed sound, it will actually shift, change, grow, and evolve into the coherence. It's what I call the flip it. So depression is a mechanism that we use to get us deeply connected, deep down in, grounded. Okay, we'll get grounded. Use the depression to push you deep into that river of light. So using visualization, using your higher self, your energy fields, and sound to flip the energy into that which some part of you is intending. It's like we do the opposite of that which we're intending on mastering until we start to practice that which we intend to master. So sound, again, is an amazing transformative mechanism. The daily cups are also really amazing guides, and I actually send subscribers to the the daily cups and all the energetic protocols and the tones in dream time. So there are a few people out there that do the daily cups that don't have the time to listen, but they're getting it in the higher realms even when they sleep. So it's kind of a nice, easy way to feel supported and um, those daily cups are really about you receiving the information and then you shifting you. Again, it's like and, watching a And a our bodies report. are an instrument in themselves. And mm-hmm. so I, I find so many people uh, are afraid to express their emotions or they are uh, disconnected from the heart or the heart has been shut down to a certain extent. But it's okay then if we're crying or if we're laughing or whatever emotion we're experiencing to let that birth a sound because that very sound will be part of the healing. Definitely. And I think emotions are really energy in motion. It's almost like surfing a wave. And so if we do feel an emotion, um, we imagine ourselves surfing it and letting that emotion literally move us to a higher ground, to a higher consciousness. So it's just about opening it and allowing it to move through you. And it could even be a silent sound. It doesn't have to be an out loud one. Now, when you talked about the waves being this um, energy healer of the planet, and, and we spoke about dolphins in the magazine issue as well, are, are, are they literally the overseers for our world? Are they the ones that are really trying to keep everything in balance and using the oceans to help in that process? Yeah, I definitely think that they hold what I call a galactic library, this great, amazing knowledge of how a planet goes through evolution, and they are holding tones that help the planet as a conscious living being go through her shifts, her growth, her evolution, and then as she does that, everyone on the planet feels that shift as well. So they are a huge component as well as all of the people that are working in the higher realms, whether they know it or not, and the angelic realm that surrounds the planet. And some of the experiences that the planet is having, are they, is that part of its own evolution or, or are we impacting it to such a deep degree that we really are harming it beyond what it can heal? Um, I believe that this planet is a planet of multiple dimensions and that the physical dimension is just one floor on a at least 48-floor building. So on some level, Earth has been very wise in keeping... The, um, the denser energy on one floor. And this planet is so enormous, so huge, that, you know, if she needed to auto-correct this one floor, the physical dimension, she would bring in a vibration that would auto-correct it. Um, 
So I, I really believe that Earth is far more powerful than than we are and that she is going through her own growth and evolution, literally shifting kind of from a second-grade consciousness into third-grade consciousness. I see her as an ascended master who has chosen to take the form of a planet and now go through all of the steps and the layers of evolution in the form of a planet. So she's already done these steps before in a different form. Now she's doing it in the form of a planet and holding space for people to come and get the pieces that they need at different points in time in her evolution. My guest today is Alea Deo. She is a sound healer, has released the Awaken CD, which you have been hearing throughout the show, and she also is the creator of Cups of Consciousness and Tall Cups of Consciousness. Do you want to be free from fear, worry, and negative energy? Would you like more clarity and connection to positive energy? The Daily Cups of Consciousness are an amazing way to start your day, and they will guide and support you in bringing a whole new level of clarity and direction. Right now, now she's offering a free week, so you can go to her website, aleadao.com, A-L-E-Y-A-D-A-O, and allow yourself to participate in that and so you can see how your life can shift. Every morning she tunes into the energy that's coming onto the planet, records a specific meditation for each day with the energetic protocols that help you to manifest abundance, increased clarity, energy, and joy so that you get the most from every single day. So let yourself tap into the support mechanisms that are out there on the planet right now, the many wonderful people that are coming through and bringing their gifts in to assist people in their own transformation, especially as we move into 2012, the gateway to the golden age, and an opportunity now to become a newly evolved conscious human. I'm with Alea Deo. You can connect with her at aleadeo.com and also see her in the upcoming March-April issue of 1111 Magazine. We'll be right back. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. 
My guest today is Alea Deo, and we are witnessing her beautiful energy, her powerful sounds of the CD Awaken, and all of the wisdom that she brings forward. I invite you to connect with her at aleadeo.com. You can register for her Cups of Consciousness and also receive a free week. And if you're interested in her empathic deck, you can email her, and she will be sending out free decks uh, for the people that are emailing. So definitely take part in that and access Aleadeo. It is time to come home, to come home to center, to be still and quiet, to be beautiful and expansive as your truth is. Journey home. Journey home. second track from the Awakened CD by Alea Deo entitled Journey Home. Thank you so much for my CD, Alea. I tell you, everyone in my household absolutely loves your music and your sound, and I have particularly enjoyed many of your cups of consciousness, so I invite my listeners to definitely tune in to Alea Deo and register for a free week and then continue on with the cups of consciousness to support yourself through 2012. What do you see on the horizon? What can people do? Where can they, can, can they engage with themselves and their own spirit and start to learn to set these intentions and do these meditations for themselves, even beyond tapping into yours? As they tap into yours, how can they create this within themselves so that they are empowered on their own, Alea? I think the key is about just slowing down in our life and starting to become more aware of our thoughts, our emotions, and our behavior. And in every single second, in every single breath, we all have the choice about how we are going to respond, how we're going to react to a situation, to our own thoughts. And so by simply slowing down, not even doing the daily cups, don't even, you know, and I'm not talking about going to a yoga class. It's like that's, again, all outside you. So you all have the capacity to just slow it down and start becoming aware and asking yourself, well, wait, is this the energy of my essence or is this the energy of mass consciousness 
or is this the energy of my grandmother or my mo- my mother? I'm not responsible for them. I'm just responsible for connecting deeply with my own essence. And we take a deep breath in, we exhale, and we ground inside ourselves. So that's like the most basic key component of slowing down, breathing, coming back to our center, and allowing ourselves to choose in every moment the vibration we are intending. Now, I know in the last segment of this show, you are going to be giving us a a beautiful meditation to really launch each and every individual into their desires for 2012, into their highest intentions for what they can achieve and expand upon. What is the next step from setting that intention? How do people know to choose the appropriate actions that will support those intentions? I think the very first step is to surrender to some other part of you that has a wiser, greater perspective of the vibrations, the intentions that are going to help you move into your greatest happiness, your highest purpose, your highest potential. And when we allow ourselves to ask that that energetic aspect of it, of us, I call that the higher self, to simply activate the vibration of the highest intentions, of our greatest happiness, then our higher self starts reflecting those vibrations down to us here in the physical realm, into our energetic fields, and we then start moving into alignment with intentions that our mind would have never come up with. And so it's really surrendering to some other part of you, letting go of the mind's need to know and inviting it to just be vibrationally felt, and then as that vibration integrates in, it shows up in the outer world. It shows up in our thoughts, our emotions, and our words. And you always, in in your meditations, you do it so beautifully. You invite in all of the different aspects of ourselves. You invite in the masters, the angels, the body devas, the nature sprites. You invite so much assistance And many people feel so utterly alone. They are in that place of loneliness. And I know that one of your tall cups of consciousness recently was about the sense of loneliness. Talk about that because that's a lot of what this disconnected, separated feeling that we've had in the past uh, that needs to come to a conclusion, that needs to come to an integration. When we realize that we are multidimensional beings, we then have the capacity to start accessing the resources in these other dimensions. Typically around the age of two or three, we will disconnect from what I call our spiritual family. They are the angelic ones that are on the other side, perhaps from our place that we call home. We're not all from here. We just work here. And um, when we allow that angelic presence, our guides, our spiritual advisors, our spiritual family, to hold vigil for us on the other side, to come closer, to model right energy to us, to gather information and send us energetic information, we then feel like we actually have a support team, a buffer, a system that um, is a multidimensional system of support. And so many people suffer from that perfectionism complex or needing to do it right or not quite sure how to do it so they don't do it at all. So is there a right or a wrong way to ask for this assistance? There really isn't. The formula that I use is that I ask my higher self, that energetic aspect of me, to work with my energetic fields and the guides to go locate my spiritual family or just my higher self to go locate my spiritual family, my spiritual advisors, my guides. Some other part of me knows how, but my mini mind doesn't. And so when we allow ourselves to request that our higher self, our energetic self, whatever words you want to use, it's not you and the mini me mind, 
is going and working in a dimensional way to bring it in, you get to kind of let go and trust that it is happening in the higher realms and then will be reflected down here. And then that trust is a big piece as well. As we move into 2012, what can a person do to anchor more in that feeling of trust, that place of trust to know that they're taken care of, to know that everything's moving in the direction that is intended to move for their highest good and that everything is actually good? At some point in time, we will all be ascended masters. And so we can actually sense, see, perceive, imagine ourselves in the future as ascended masters and put your trust there. Put your trust in your core. Put your trust at you at the level of your higher self. Don't put your trust out on your partner or on money or your home or your pets or your children. Hold what I call your trust chips inside yourself, you at the level of your higher self. Give your trust chips to you from the future as an ascended master. Hold it where you have the capacity to, and that will start healing any trust issues that one has with themselves of, I don't trust myself. Well, some part of you in the heart of source, you can trust that. And how do you do your own personal work? Because you have this gift. So many people are going to think, well, she she has all this extra guidance and she has all of these uh, guides and, and you know, spiritual family surrounding her that she so easily taps into. So certainly she doesn't have any work left to do on the planet. Certainly she doesn't have any healing left to be completed. Is that true or, or are we all here to consciously uh, continue to evolve? I think that we're all here to consciously continue to grow and evolve. That's a great question. And I also think that it's um, the variable is how do we meet our challenges. So when I see a challenge, yeah, my body gets reactive. Sometimes I get sad or upset or angry. But within a few minutes, five to ten minutes, because I'm a little bit of a hedonist, I like feeling good, I like feeling peaceful, I start to look at it and go, okay, well, what am I really intending on mastering? I just brought in a challenge. If I know I do the opposite of that, which I'm intending on mastering, what would happen if I flipped it and I behaved in a more evolved way and I started to practice that which I intend to master? So it's not that I never get reactive. I just spent Christmas with my parents and my mother and my brother and his wife and their two kids, and um, I was highly empathically sensitive to my mom and her anxiety. And for the first 48 hours, I was just in this high level of anxiety, thinking it was mine, thinking I needed to go do my my own work. And then I realized 48 hours into it, I was like, oh, wait, this isn't even my anxiety. So it's not that I never get swept into it, but it's more that place of, okay, well, how reactive am I really being? And am I being gentle with myself in that reactivity? And so I, I really think that the component is grace, practicing grace, practicing patience, watching where the triggers are, and then milking them for all their worth. And where are your reactions? How have you been reactive in 2011? And have you found a way to get to peace in three minutes or less? Well, definitely one of those ways that you can do that is tapping into cups of consciousness with Alea Deo. She can at least set your day on the right path by allowing you to have meditations that will set the energy for you and also bring into your mind the appropriate consciousness that you can hold throughout the day to support yourself and also help you manifest your highest intentions and good for your own life. As you move forward in this time, going into 2012, hold in your mind and heart that which you truly desire to be the highest intentions for yourself. When you focus on your own life, on your own work, and on your own growth, everyone around you shifts and is supported. Allow yourself to release the need to be there as the support tool for everyone else because you can heal others if you first heal yourself. My guest is Alea Deo, A-L-E-Y-A-D-A-O. 
Go to her website, find out about the tall cups of consciousness, the cups of consciousness, and also the daily meditations and inspirations. You can also connect to her on Facebook with her own energetic conscious community. We'll be right back with Alea Deo and a powerful meditation to begin the new year for you. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. We have an impressive lineup of guests coming up in 2012. Join me next week for Neil Donald Walsh. And the week after, we'll be having Julia Cameron followed by Ariel Ford, Mike Dooley, and Gary Zukoff. So some amazing speakers that will be assisting you in raising your level of mindset, consciousness, and heart set. So join me every week or tap into the archives, which are all on iTunes, and you can go back to any of the shows. They're all powerful information and connections to very, very powerful people. You can let yourself step into your power. All you have to do is hear the call that is calling you. All you have to do is listen to what's going on within and allow yourself to answer.
this is the track, Hear My Call, from the Awaken CD by Alea Deo. You can connect to all of her work at aleadeo.com. Alea, I wanted to ask you about something that you said earlier in the show, and that was about the river of light that we each have within our bodies and that we each can fall back into. And I have been reading something lately uh, from an author that is in contact with the Pleiadians, and she also speaks about a river of light. And, and I'd like to go a little more into that and perhaps the horror line that rests at the front of the spine that people can focus on and expand to strengthen themselves. Yes, in, in the ancient texts and the traditions, they, in, and in yoga, they call it the Shushumna line. In oriental medicine, they call it the Hara line. And just to make it a little bit more friendly and easier to access, I call it the divine line. There's some people that call it the core column of light, the river of light. It's all the same thing, and it does run all the way down the front of the spine in the body. It goes out that base chakra, down into the heart of earth. From the heart of earth, it actually loops back up to the heart of source and then runs back down through the crown, through the skull, the the center of the brain, and then down the front of the spine. And so if we just use our imagination, our higher selves, it's a universal formula that everyone can use, and it's simply asking your higher self to work with your energetic fields and the guides to bring your awareness, your reference points, your orientation points, your anchors back to your divine line, your hara line, your shishumna, your core column of light, your river of light, whatever words you want to use. But it's really allowing yourself to use that energetic aspect of you to bring you back into that place of connection. And then imagine yourself standing in a river of light and immediately we start to find our peace, our comfort, our self-worth, our connection, our love flowing there. Everything already exists in that divine line. The only variable is whether or not we are locating it, finding it, and feeling it. And with that said, I'd love to invite everyone to focus on that energy, that divine line that rests at the front of the spine. And I'd, I'd be very honored, Alea, if you would bring us into a meditation that will allow us to impact ourselves as we move forward into 2012. Happily, we call forth the Ascended Masters, your guides, your higher self, that energetic aspect of you to gather now in this safe and sacred space around you. We invite your higher self to connect to your own healing source, your own spiritual power, to connect with all aspects of your being, to bring in the appropriate sacred geometric healing holograms and mandalas that have the capacity to support you in bringing in your highest vibratory intentions for 2012. We ask that these intentions, along with the intentions of gentleness, grace, empowerment, clarity, divine timing, safety, and love, and any other intentions you wish to bring in for yourself, are held in your energetic field. We invite your higher self, your body deva's higher self, the consciousness of your physical human form, and the energy consciousness that surrounds you, your team, to work with your energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate the highest vibratory intentions 
that support your greatest happiness, your highest potential, your greatest health, service, abundance, support. Allow that energetic aspect of you to energetically locate these intentions in the higher realms. And as your higher self locates these vibrations, we ask that it, they are brought into energetic grids, templates, spheres of light sounds, and reflected down to you, along with all relevant and appropriate resources, information, consciousness, and belief systems that supports you in fully linking in to these high vibrational intentions, following through with them, committing to them, being pulsed by them as you journey in the year of 2012. We ask your higher self to bring all of your reference points for comfort and safety back to your divine line that flows on the front of your spine, locating your safety and your comfort there instead of on your body or in the outer world, finding it in your river of light. We ask that you're wrapped in sheets of rainbow light, gently sealing these vibrations in, allowing for a gentle integration and reflection of these higher vibratory intentions that have the capacity to support you, your greatest happiness, your greatest service, your greatest health. Let it be so. Oh. So it is. Thank you so much, Alea, for that beautiful, beautiful intentional prayer that you have placed upon all of the listeners and anyone that hears it from this point forward. You're so it welcome. Is, um, it was absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. One thing that I feel from you in a great deal, whether it's through your music or whether it's through your meditations and your intentions, is, is a joy. Uh, it's almost as if I can imagine you dancing and having a wonderful time. Mm. And that is a place that most people seek to go, to be in that place of joy. How do you get yourself to that place? It was not an easy journey, but I think I finally realized that if I was going to feel and be in that place of joy, I had to let go of tending to everyone and being a caregiver you know i've been in the alternative field of medicine for 20 years and um you know that's not an easy task but using my higher self my energetic fields every single day for two years i brought all responsibility for myself back to me and sent all responsibility that i was caring for others back to themselves and the more responsibility i held just for me and less for others the happier and happier i got Thank you so much, Alea, for being part of 1111 Talk Radio and finishing 2011 for us. It was a powerful show, and it was quite an honor to have you as the final show for this year. Connect with Alea Deo at aleadeo.com. Tap into her cups of consciousness, the tall cups of consciousness, and definitely get her CD. It is absolutely beautiful. Until next week into 2012, I'm Simran Singh. Be well, let go, and live. Let go and thrive. 
Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.